Backing tracks are killing musicianship. Welcome to the Worship Leader Hangout Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. My name's Chad Buckland, and this is my good friend, David Hutchinson. And we're back with you with another podcast talking about the simple fact that tracks are killing musicianship. And I'm going to let David take it away for the first little bit just to talk about his opinions and what he's experienced in this. And then I'll come back in and just kind of tell you my experience and where we are uh, with the use of tracks. And we're not talking about just the click. We're talking about the use of actual stems, instruments played with you, and then kind of locking you down to what's already been recorded uh, for that time of worship. So, David, yeah, take and, away. And, and I'm fully aware that many of you probably don't even know these things exist. Like, <laughs> you may be seeing three musicians That's on stage, and you're, and you're wondering, like, these guys are so good, but I, how are they doing so much? So, we're going to get into all that. But before we go there, Chad, how you been? Ah, man, I'm good. I'm good. We Our church took on a pretty big responsibility, a pretty big job of recording uh, our denomination's North Carolina State Convention. We're South Carolina. So we are coming out of that last weekend. So I'm just uh, ready to not be so professional on camera. Uh, yeah. In, in, in doing that. So anyway, so yeah, it's been a good week. We had a good Sunday. How was your Sunday? Uh, I had a great week. Uh, this Sunday, I wasn't at church. I had this oh, Sunday man. off. Center. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I took it off because I knew that I had been like, blazing it the past couple of months and then i'm about to blaze it again and so i i just i'd asked uh for a break and um you know they're willing to give it so i was grateful well i'm glad yeah man um yeah so then uh, last night i uh i'm wearing this shirt zeal yeah and i'm a big you know i'm a big fan of king's kaleidoscope Uh and i thought that because of what we're talking about today i actually went to their concert last night and it was fire oh okay yeah yeah and um because we're talking about creativity and tracks i thought it was fitting to wear a king's kaleidoscope shirt which the back back of this shirt says uh righteous ratchet scum or something like that it's kind of cool but anyway the i because you know king's kaleidoscope is a creative band and yeah. they're con- they're kind of the antithesis of, uh, like modern worship music and that sound. And so, yeah. I thought it was almost like fitting to wear their shirt. But yeah, so we're we're talking about uh, tracks, and yes. these things are certainly valuable, which is why we use them. And I have certainly come a long way in even the acceptance of tracks. Yeah. But um, I think we should first ask the question, do you even think something like creativity is important? Okay. And so I'm asking you that question. Yes. Do you think, oh, yeah, yeah. And and like, okay. like why, why do you think it's important? Why do you think it's necessary? Um, I definitely think creativity is important, uh, especially in the context of worship, because, you know, God gave each of us an, uh, an individual personality, an individual look, an individual voice. We're all different. And so I think it, I think it's honoring to him when we are creative and using the, the giftings, talents, abilities that he's specifically given us, you know, like 
when people say, oh man, you're the next fill in the blank. It's like, well, should we, I mean, that's, that's exciting. That's, you know, intriguing to think about, but should we have the mindset like you are the next David Hutchinson, like you specifically, which is, is a little less flashy and a little less exciting, but it's like, no, that's true. I need to bring my individualness myself to this, what God has given me. Um, but also I think it, I think on a, you know, more of a, maybe a practical level or whatever, creativity is just more fun. We just, we're, we're more excited to, to be a part of what's happening in that moment, which I think then kind of lends toward a better, you know, worship environment or it just, to me, it just ends up being better overall when we are able to be uh, more creative and, yeah, and you know, people have this argument all the time. Like I see it on a lot of the, the stage design videos, like, and a lot of the behind the scene videos, people come in and, and say like, oh yeah, well, you know, you, you don't really, or they'll either be sarcastic and be like, oh yeah, you need a million dollars worth of sound equipment to worship Jesus. Or they'll be just direct to the point. Like you don't need all that to worship Jesus. You're blah, blah, blah. And they'll just start saying things like that. And you know, and that's, that's so true. I think that's, you know, very, very true. I don't really feed that fire, you know, when they mm-hmm. start that, but, but, I, but I think they're right. But then again, why limit our creativity when God has made us creative people? I mean, he is the ultimate creator. Yeah. And so why, why should we limit our creativity and just, you know, be stuck in this robotic nature and worship? And so I'm firmly against that. Uh, for sure is just being so robotic. However, I have used tracks and we'll probably use them in the future when we feel that it's absolutely necessary. Um, but I think today, I think this, this podcast is kind of turning me in a little bit different direction, but I will get there. So you're right. Tracks kill the individual in that there is no more room for or very little room for self-expression. And when you play an instrument, you are, there's something about bringing your own ideas and who you are to the table. And that's also a part of who God made you to be. Like he gave you your own sound and tracks kill that. Like it's, very destructive towards that. And there's something else that happens within creativity that, um, that you don't, you never discover just, just like how we have our own voice in terms of, uh, if you listen to different speakers, you know, like, let's say you, and I'm just calling out preachers. Okay. I'm not endorsing anybody, but like, let's say you <laughs> listen to like somebody like Mark Driscoll or TD Jakes or Tony Evans or Andy Stanley. Um, like these, these guys all have their own voice and they have their own perspective. Like they, they, they there's something unique about them that speaks to whoever they're listening to. Well, yeah. Music is the same way, right? Like there's something that you need to develop as a musician, your own creativity. And in presenting that, you're able to reach people that like the, the somebody else isn't able to reach musically. And, and track certainly is the destruction of 
individual creativity. But I think it's also important to ask, you know, yourself the question like, is even should churches how much value should be placed on musicianship versus the value of we need to present something good for the congregation mm -hmm. to worship with and, and honor God on Sunday morning. Yeah. And so have you ever thought about that question of yes. What, what, what's your take? Well, on? I mean, it, it kind of goes along with our last podcast with musicians being worried about presenting the, the best perfect piano playing and so they they transpose so they can play in c or whatever their best key is so they can put forth what you know they think is their best and mm -hmm. you know there's we we just established in that last podcast like we that's not that's not good because you know you want to be able to use the entire keyboard and be able to flow and well you know go listen to that last podcast i think the same thing goes with uh with tracks is we want to be able to, to, to put in, like you said, who we are into our music. One thing I do want to say though, is a lot of times, um, and people might come in the comments and talk about this. So I, I do want to acknowledge that, okay, say we have a bass player that Sunday, we will take the bass, like most people that use tracks and are, you know, really versed in that we'll take the bass out. So now you have the bass, Maybe you have a drummer on stage, so you don't have drums in the track. And maybe you just have some pad and different things like that within your track. Maybe even an electric guitarist if you only have one or none. And I think individually, the bass player can kind of do what he wants to a certain extent. He's got to still play with the band. He can't just go off and you know do like a, a sharp five to a six when nobody else is necessarily, unless he's me sometimes. But it's, I think what the tracks do hinder us from is the creativity in the moment as well. And when you have an electric guitarist or, you know, another pad or maybe even the keys are tracked that are doing an exact certain thing every single time, then it does limit the MD or, you know, like the music director or the worship leader from kind of going where they want to go. And then, you know, super track guys will be like, well, I can just change this and that on the fly, but it's still, it, it, it still can hinder you from that, that creative side of, of the worship. Yeah. And, and maybe you're in an environment in an environment where you can't necessarily express too much creativity in the moment. For example, at church, you know, uh, one of the main services, I mean, there's a, you know, a 60 piece orchestra and a 200 member like choir. And I think mm -hmm. 150 of them sing on Sunday morning. So they, you know, having a creative moment with all of those people is probably not a good idea. Yeah. Because that's a lot of people you need to move at once, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in the moment, but yeah. planned create, even planned creativity, right? Yeah. Um, well, that's, that's what I was going to get to as well as yeah, that that it may not be spontaneous. Yeah, if, but if you're only, if you are glued to tracks, then then um, there's certainly no room for that. Um, I do think that our situation at church is different in that in that um in the worship center space because they do have they do plan out their creativity and they're always thinking creatively. They just they just have to plan it out. 
Um, and they, they view, they create their own tracks. So it's a little bit different, a different of a situation versus the vast majority of churches that use most like tracks from multi-tracks or playback. And I wouldn't even say playback in this regard, but multi-tracks, there's no room for creativity because you're not creating your own tracks. You're just using those stems and yeah. you're, you're reducing your musicianship in the process because you're, you're no longer thinking through the, you're, you're like, well, I'm going to let the track handle much of the, the rhythmic elements. And I'm just going to stand up there. This is how I feel anyway, stand up there and just strum this guitar, not really thinking about it. And I know like one day I was, I had a, my piano, um, piano players, uh, was a student and I said I noticed he didn't have his in-ears in and I, I said how come you don't have your in-ears in and he said oh I don't I don't need to think about the rhythm it's on the track oh, he yeah, yeah. he literally has decided it didn't matter like at what rhythm he played because the track covered so much of the rhythmic ideas right and oh, so yeah. you can clearly see uh, tracks are killing musicianships and musicianship. And what's sad about it is we won't stop using it because it it's so helpful. And many of us are on time crunches. But in some way, we still have to speak against the dangers of it and, and consistently fight it. Right. It's kind of like um, I'm trying to think of something that that we like in the world that is very helpful, but at the same time, it can be dangerous. Um, credit cards. Can't think of, credit cards. Oh my gosh. Very <laughs> perfect analogy, right? Like, uh, yes, extremely helpful. Like may, maybe when you are in a bind and you, you need to replace that flat tire, you didn't have your thousand dollar savings, like Dave Ramsey said, and you didn't, or, or something happened, right? You might've used up that and like you were just in that bind and you really, and, but yet at the same time, you use it as a crutch every time. And, and it, yeah, it, it becomes the go-to, not the, the help or whatever, right. or you don't use you it in a in disciplined debt. way. Hmm? And then, yeah. And then you get it, then you go in debt. Yeah. And then you, go you didn't in debt. plan ahead mm -hmm. and, and, and yeah, I, you overused that credit card. And I realized I just said something that I think, should hone in on we should you don't just like how you don't use credit cards in a disciplined way you have to use tracks in a disciplined way in the long run it will destroy your musicianship within your church mm -hmm. you're no longer going to be as concerned about like the volunteer musicians making developing them go ahead you were going to say something yes well i was just going to speak to that so i was, I was waiting i was giving go you ahead. room all right. Um, yes. And a direct example of that uh, just happened this past Sunday. Um, I had a guitarist, acoustic guitarist. We did the song um, Walk on Water. You heard that one? Elevation Rhythm? No, nah, I don't really listen to Elevation, bro. Okay. So Walk on Water <laughs> Walk on Water is just kind of one of their fun songs. Uh, and just, you know, kind of fun. And... Mm -hmm. We, we did use a track um, to get some of those other elements in that song that we didn't have on stage. Uh, it had, like, at the very beginning, it has this 
like rumble that leads us in. It, it sounded really cool. Um, so, and we we're a little bit on a time crunch. So it's, it's another one of those credit card uses, you know, just like yeah. we we're talking about. But Very I will say analogy. this. Yeah, I will say this. Our acoustic. So you know, in that song, there's uh, a really nice electric guitar, like you know, not. The story is a very clean sound. But dun, 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 you know, it's just a really nice sound. Um, and he he's kind of playing the chord progression or whatever. And just, yeah, you need to listen to the song. It's actually a good song when you dive into mm-hmm. it. And the, our acoustic guitarist came somewhat ready for that. And he was like, hey, I, I mean, I know this part. Do you, you just want to leave it in? And I can just kind of strum a little bit. And I was like, no play the part he's like well i mean it's not electric guitar i was like i don't care Mm -hmm. we don't have to have that electric guitar part and we had an electric guitarist on the stage but he was doing something different and because you know when you look at a lot of tracks they have like 84 electric guitars and then you know a a key yeah 14 pads uh they have a sub bass a bass you know all these different things i'm like just no, I was like, turn the guitar off, dude. If you can play it, I don't want that being. And he had it. It was a little bit different. It wasn't exactly like that. He was like, mm-hmm. "Is that all right?" I'm like, "Dude, I mean, I it it didn't offend me that he asked me that because I should be the he should be the one offended that I'm the possibility of somebody else playing that that we don't even know that's not even on the stage making that sound like he should be the one that's kind of offended. Like he knows the the he learned that part. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't. I mean, we just, he was like, should I play that? And I was like, absolutely. We turned that off. And it has, it does slightly change the sound of the song, which I think was great. I was actually going to turn that off and just kind of use a road sound on a keyboard, but I didn't end up playing the keyboard. Um, I actually had our brand new, like when I say brand new, she is brand new to our team and also brand new at playing the piano like just coming yeah. up in the world as a pianist. And we worked on that song super hard. And I said, well, listen, I, I'm going to stand up and, and and lead this and sing and have fun and move around a lot. That's just kind of how our church is. And I'm not going to play piano. I need you to play the piano part on this. So we worked on that last Thursday a lot. And she, she got it. It wasn't like rhythmically. Well, it was actually really good the way she did it. But anyway, mm. what I'm saying is, we use the track, but in fear of hurting someone's musicianship, I was like, no. I, I tried to teach them that, like, no, I want you to play what you're going to play. Now, do mm-hmm. I want it to sound polar opposite of what the song sounds like? Not necessarily. I want mm-hmm. I want this song, but I want you to play the song, not yeah. Jimmy over there on on guitar and, we don't and, even and, know him. and that's another thing not only is it because that, that's tracks are not only reducing creativity extremely they are also in they're also reducing musicianship yeah because he would have just so, drummed if yeah he, he or did nothing like, really they're, they're reducing the responsibility placed on musicians and and we're not talking major responsibility here. We're not talking learning, you know, seventeen chord chord changes. We're talking about a song that probably has three sections 
and two mm-hmm. of the sections yeah. are probably the, they're probably the exact same chords in different orders, right? And 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 it's just so little being placed on musicianship today, and so it's certainly a concern. Um, I had this question for you: um, What was crucial for your own musical development? This what was crucial for my own musical development yeah yeah like like what were some of the elements that you would say were helpful in in causing you to grow because we're here to help people grow in their musicianship yeah we are i am goodness gracious i started another channel called play creatively that's how dedicated i am to helping people grow in this in this aspect um well i mean i think it's exactly what we're talking about learning really hard parts that helped me grow tremendously i think when we when you start playing an instrument you don't listen to somebody go you listen Mm -hmm. to the people that are like or yeah you know going crazy on their instrument and that's like man i want to do that but then we start out and then especially in our churches they're just like yeah do this and then this you know and Mm -hmm. then and then do this and then on a computer and you're like, like I didn't, the musician or me or, you know, our musicians did not start learning that instrument to do this. Yeah. Maybe at first, maybe that's where you start, but that's not where you end. And I think if that's the perception we're giving them the whole time, that that's it, they're going to get bored. They're going to leave and they're going to join the kids ministry. So you were inspired by people that were. like musically expressive creatively oh big time yeah yeah as a bass player yes and and you wanted to learn from those people i did Um, well i i wanted to learn from their albums and unless i paid to be at their bass camp (laughs) yeah you wanted to 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 learn what what they were doing yeah yeah i wanted to i wanted to play like them yeah i would say the same for me i would say there would be one more thing with me in that i had a I had a intrinsic love for music theory and I think it it may have been that I wanted to play like other people that I liked that were creative but I wanted to understand mechanically how it all worked yeah and what would happen is this is what I realized it's not that I actually learned exactly what they were doing it, it happened for me in reverse I learned theory I would go home and try to work out that theory. So I'm practicing theory to me is another term synonymous for a framework for creativity. Mm -hmm. And I would go and try to work out that theory at home. Oh, I like this idea. This, oh, that's a flat seven. Wow, you can substitute a flat seven for a five. That's absolutely amazing. The more I did that, like on my own. And then I heard other people, I'd be like, oh, that's what they did. Oh, they substituted the flat five for the flat seven. I I see, I get it now, right? Or, oh my gosh, I learned this two, five, one concept and I start playing it on my own. Like I I, I learned the concept first, I practiced it, I I worked it, I engaged with it. And then I would hear somebody do it. Oh, that's what they're doing. And they did it differently, right? Like. That's what got me so excited about music. And so that was fundamental for my development. I really believe this, uh, that music 
has, I don't know how many ways we engage with music, but I think it's multidimensional in that, and you could think of, you could tell me your thoughts on it, but we engage with it from like, we learn, we, we are communicating with other people in a band. So we're engaging with it that way, right? We have that experience where it's like a conversation going on between me and you. Well, that's something we're experiencing with a band and tracks kill that by the way. Yeah, they do. Because tracks aren't a live person you're talking to. No, they're just kind of telling and you so where to go. It's like GPS. They're just telling you where. Yeah, exactly. And so there's no communication going on there. So, and, and, and that's why I like, like jazz, um, gospel, um, tr quite frankly, R&B, any genre where I can communicate with a bunch of guys that know how to groove. Yeah. And then, so you're engaging in that, with that dimension. You're also engaging with it personally, right? Like you're thinking about your own creative ideas around, well, what can I do on a one chord? Think simple things, right? And then you come and you come in the band and then you bring that to the conversation. And that's one element. And then I think the third element, and this is what I realized, and it just hit me at the King's Kaleidoscope concert. It's the element of the people that you aren't engaging with, with the music that aren't necessarily on stage with you. Mm -hmm. And so like they sang a song and we got to the, they were singing these songs and the crowd kind of knew them, but the, it was like kind of like the last three before they walked off before the encore, the, the entire crowd knew all the words. And there was like this harmonious spiritual thing that was happening with the crowd and the band. And it was just absolutely beautiful. And I think there are these multiple ways we engage with music. Yeah. And so, a lot of those things are killed by tracks. Um, so what what are your thoughts on on that? Yeah, I I think that you're spot on on that too. One one thing that I'm maybe a little bit more concerned about is is our young musicians and uh, our new musicians, but mostly the young musicians because young people are a lot more impressionable. And I think it's super easy for somebody to grab up uh, an app and start purchasing tracks that are like $20, $25, $30 for all the stems per song. And it's not even multi-tracks pricing. That's uh yeah, yeah, well, that's I know. Yeah, multi-tracks used to be 30. I don't know that's what they are now. bucks, man. What's that? $39. Yeah, 39 now. And but on yeah. Loop community they actually do try to keep it cheaper. And the community tracks they, they are even cheaper. Mm -hmm. They're like 15. And they used to be nine, but anyway, um, it's just, uh, what I think it's that I don't think it's ever going away as far as like the use of them and the apps and stuff like that. I mean, if, if I said, I wish they would go away, that just means that I'm saying, I wish a company, a great company like loop community would just go away. And I'm not saying mm -hmm. that by any means. What I am saying though, is for our young people, when we just play a track and we literally just have a keyboardist, a bass player, and a drum, and you hear all this other stuff. Like, I'm worried a little bit about what they're perceiving through listening to that. Like, what it, like it is worship just is that song just the way the original artist did it, or is there a way that I don't know? I I, I think about that, and I, I get a little 
hmm. tied in my brain like how are they perceiving that is it like hmm. are they saying like when they hear that song it has to be that exact way or yeah. can we not use a track maybe use a click to keep us in time but not use a track and it just be bass keys and drums and just see what happens yeah is it that you're saying and i'm just trying I'm to also talking about the musicians too themselves but also the young people in the crowd yeah but are you saying is their experience based off of i can only communicate to god the way elevation did it yeah that's that's i guess that's what i'm trying to get at is i, I was yeah. more talking about on a like a musical level but gotcha but okay. a, a, on a spiritual level yeah like is that the only is this way we do this song the only way and you know I, I i look at elevation not badly by any means because they reinvent a song all the time with different arrangements and so much creativity in what they do but yet we still take that one track that exact same way and we do that song that exact same way every single time we do it and quite frankly i don't that's not healthy for our congregation for our student congregation and i and yeah we've already discussed it's not healthy for our team because yeah. it limits what I they realize, can put into that i realized something happened to me a couple of weeks ago i don't know if i told you this but i literally said i'm not playing the piano anymore oh yeah you did yeah Sunday you told mornings. me that because you're terrible uh, and, and, and everybody knows that <laughs> because no, i felt not. like my creativity the like was being sucked dry by these tracks man there was no room and i did that and i and i'm not saying that i, I you know we do like why don't you there stop are some using elevations so, say it again why don't you just stop using tracks that's a very good that's a very good question and 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 that's the the challenge right is i know tracks are a credit card and, and they cost daggone money too and credit cards cost daggone money yeah 18, the, the challenge i i face is you know i'm in the high i'm in a high school space and i'm working with students that's the one and, that's the ones i fear the most and you have and you don't it's not just dumb. you the truth is you have like a responsibility to supervisors and people that look that your supervisors are responsible for and there's there is a certain expectation of quality that's expected and you have and you have to battle both right and so i am constantly navigating how do i make sure i'm managing the quality of what's happening i i have to do that it's this frankly business is business and i'm not trying to be um take the spiritual nature out of going to church but churches hire worship leaders for a reason and sometimes quality is quite frankly why i've been hired at every single church right like they're saying our musical quality needs to be improved and you have and you have to do it so how do i manage that with also making sure my piano player never shows up again thinking i don't have to think about the rhythm to the point to where i don't need to wear earphones like that's ridiculous yeah you know what i'm saying and so I, I have to constantly manage that. I have to constantly battle that. I have to constantly, and what I'm, what I'm, what I'm doing is I am now removing 
anything i am i am i am starting to remove instruments from the track oh yeah well i think you should have been doing that a long time ago so like i've i've been removing instruments from the track i mean if the drums are on yeah yeah, yeah I got we're you. not gonna okay. have yeah i guess yeah. but i remove like, stuff that's just unnecessary as well because it's like what? i'm 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 starting to move more of those crucial crucial elements um yeah it, it's difficult but i'm i know that i need i can't move it all i can't i can't just jump switch right um jump jump train i don't know something jump switch turn it off <laughs> that's our jump new switch. thing you're going jump switch <laughs> yeah jump ship um but yeah jump ship yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah I, I have to start i have to start somewhere yeah i think uh for us we probably we do three songs a sunday typically unless it's a crazy sunday um and at most as of now it's, it's probably only like one track per sunday and it's usually mm -hmm. the one that's like first just because it's a, a little more hype song, has a lot more to it as far as, uh, honestly, I'm I'm probably going to do a video about how to get started using tracks, maybe started using something like Loop Community. And then yeah. I'll probably just do a giveaway of all of our gear that we use tracks with because mm -hmm. I'm honestly sick of it. I'm going to be, I'm going to say it right now. And I think that you probably didn't expect that from me. Because when I see my worship leader intern grabbing the thing from the stage and just like, yeah, I'm going to go set it up. And then we set it up and it's just like we have some of the most creative and most fun times uh, on Wednesday night when I'm playing keys. Carlos, who I've, you know, kind of trained up under me playing bass like he's gotten mm -hmm. so good. And then Christian playing drums. I'm calling these people out because they're amazing. They've become amazing, especially. And we man we think of some nuts stuff like, like stuff that mm -hmm. i used to do in like evs like not necessarily the music but i'm saying like we think of some ideas like oh dude let's try that sometimes yeah. it's on the fly and we're talking to each other the whole time like motioning like somebody messes up we're making faces at each other and we have this freedom that i'm i crave and i miss so bad like on a sunday morning and i'm telling you i'm i'm starting to get to where i'm just like forget it because our keyboardist left and he he was so very dialed in on what had to be done in exactly this way and only played mm -hmm. in the key of c and i'm just i'm thankful that he's found another place because we are now able to just get get crazy on some of these some of this music that where we didn't necessarily have the freedom to before and also i'm just i'm just drained and sick of a spending the money on track spending the time to make them sound good and then also musicians saying stuff like that. Like, that was kind of the the feather on the camel's back. Like, do you, you want me to play? Yes, I want you to play this part. And I'm just like, forget it. I'm not, I'm, you know, <laughs> let's just not use them. Yeah. Because yeah. my musicians are seriously like, hey, do you want me to play this part? Or do you want the loop to play it? I feel like I've failed when, I, when I've heard that. So I'm just, yeah. I'm honestly sick of it. And I knew you probably didn't think I'd get to that point today, but yeah, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. And I, I've been kind of hiding there. it from you because I know I used to be <laughs> like a little there. more, a little more pro track, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah they're, they're helpful. They were and, helpful. And you, you know, let me, let me say something. Not it's not that I'm, I'm, I'm not anti-tracks whatsoever. I mean, I'm not either. We're using one this but Sunday. It's, 
you have they are you have to use them in a disciplined way yeah and i think I, it's not just my issue with tracks i think like the whole ccm space has been created around a genre that i'm not particularly fond of anyway <laughs> so that that on top of now i have to sing it exactly like it's created <laughs> are you kidding me like that right there yeah is what has like caused me one sunday i literally said that's it hey bro you got it i i'm done i'm gonna and honestly i needed to do that anyway i needed to focus more if i have all these volunteers that can play the piano like yeah i may be a a, a fairly decent piano player but it's not it's at the end like they can really do a great job yeah. on these songs and i could focus my attention more on leading these students in worship yeah. right and so yeah that 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 was another reason for it too we're going to talk about that in another the, the, podcast by the way what well you're amazing at keys and i consider myself a decent bass player but yet we're not necessarily playing that stuff on sunday yeah. So what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like we, we're going to talk about that, but I, I, yeah. I know you need to wrap this up. So maybe get let's 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 talk about just real briefly. What can somebody do if they made it this far in the video? They they are like, you know what? What should I do? I'm gone too uh, far. First thing you track. need to do is subscribe to Worship Leader Hangout. Yes, and then you'll be better um, at everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, make sure you subscribe here. Yeah, and we. You know, our channel is about helping worship leaders lead their teams. And so if you have to use tracks initially, and that's what track Ch Chad did for a long time. I did. Well, if I you need about to that. use yeah. them, we're, we, you know, like we said, they are a credit card, right? Mm -hmm. They are helping you uh, pr pr get out of a pinch some degree of, is what I would say. Yes. Get out of a pinch. Produce some quality on Sunday morning because you have to lead a congregation in worship. And that's that's ultimately the most more important than musicianship, which I, I yeah, I struggle with that. But that's really what it is. Right. It's the yeah. helping people honor God and sing to him on Sunday morning and producing some quality in that. Um, and that's probably the biggest argument that we'll have against this. Yeah, I honestly think that we we're we're going to be a little bit hated. Uh, but then again, Jesus is yeah. continually hated all over the world. So, yeah. So I would say, I would say, start to think about it. Yes. And everybody's context is different, and that's the thing, right? Creativity is different everywhere you go, and that's that's all I want to. That's all I want, right? Is more creativity happening? But for that to happen. We all have to think about that and how that looks within our context. Yes. And, and I'm navigating that now. So yeah, I, I stopped. And, and I want to end this out. So with if you are looking to uh, if you feel like you've gone too far, if we've something we said today is like, you know what? I am in debt with tracks. And, you know, we I'm glad we use we had last week. We used the health analogy. This was way better. Uh, yeah <laughs> so don't <laughs> yeah anyway i'm glad you said it yeah you know i would have said something worse oh well i mean but you know i'm completely against debt of all kinds yeah so that yeah, yeah of course yeah. but anyway we're both dave ramsey people over here yeah um so anyway um we'll get anthony o'neill on this podcast one day that'd be fine yeah, he's cool all right so what i would say is don't just walk in like jesus did and just start throwing tables and throwing ipads and computers everywhere that's probably going to be like, what in the world is wrong with 
John. Mm. No, what you need to do, John, is walk in there and just say, what if we just use the click on this song? Oh. Well, what about this part? Do we need this part? Maybe start asking your people questions like, do we do we need it? Or can mm-hmm. we or can Susan play that on the keys? Oh, I guess I can learn do do do. Do do do. Oh wow, I can play that. That's only three notes. You know? Mm-hmm. And then dude, the juices start flowing. The creativity starts coming out. You hear a little bit different on the do 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 like rhythm. You're like, oh yeah. Oh, you played a little bit different. That's kind of nice. And then once you do that, it's like, well, it's so much easier to go, well, what about this song? Let's just let's just play with a click on this song. And then before you know it, you're like your your people are like, we don't need the track. They you mm-hmm. want to get them to the point where they're like, I don't we don't we don't need that track. And then you're like, well, we don't need to pay for it either because we can use that money towards something else. In fact, we have three broken symbols. Not us, but you know, John's church may have three broken symbols, and they're like, yeah, we could use the money to get new symbols or use the money for whatever. I don't. I'm just saying. It's like tracks. I think are are going to, especially in the smaller churches, will always keep that worship team small and will always limit their ability to grow and attract amazing musicians and also limit their ability yes. to grow their up and coming musicians. Yes. Point blank. I'm not saying to go in and just throw around the stuff, but you've got to think strategically about this. If you want your people and if you want your team to grow and have an individual yeah. sound where people come in your church and like, wow, I love your worship team. They sound amazing. Honestly, I'd rather go into a church and come out kind of almost making fun of them in my mind because it sounded so different than walking in and going, yeah, it's that song. Sounds just like that song. <laughs> but uh, anyway, but that's it. Good luck with that. <laughs> we'll be praying for you. Pray for us because, you know, we're going to get some hate on this, and, but we don't care because this is we this this comes from the heart. So David's got a meeting yeah. to get to. David, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast again. I don't give you a choice. So no. <laughs> But I love you, dude. And uh, I know you got to get to meeting. So I'll talk to you after your meeting. Okay. See you, man. All right. See you. Thank you guys so much for watching. Remember, great worship leaders are always learning.